When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest Mountain West Wire podcast here, folks. Uh, Jeremy Moss hanging out. Uh, I guess this will be a special edition podcast. It's kind of intermittent from uh, previews and recaps. And I do want to apologize for our week four recap not getting done. I had internet issues on my end. So yell at me for us not talking about all the games this past weekend, like UNLV, almost upsetting Fresno State, stuff like that. But mwire.com is our website and today we have a it's some huge news going on in the mountain west i have yet to we've yet to really do a ton of the site which we've been doing a lot of twitter so mwc wire there on online or the twitter twitter sphere but we have some huge news that looks like going to be happening as early as next week recording this here on wednesday uh what, september 29th and if you follow like matt norlander uh brett mcmurphy other guys like uh, matt brown who we'll be chatting with here in a moment Air Force and CSU look like a collision course going to the American, leaving the Mountain West. Like I said, press conference is possibly scheduled for next week. Leaving probably, I don't know if it'll be 21 or, or 22 or whatnot, be soon enough. But we're going to talk to Matt Brown, who, if you don't subscribe to the newsletter, it's a pretty big deal. He does kind of like behind the scenes, um, like we joke, we already did the interview, but you're not talking about Alabama every week because everybody's talking about Alabama. So he's finding other ways that's very interesting and unique. To get to people like a lot of back, like lower level realignment stuff, like OVC, Missouri Valley, stuff like that, whack. But he also has been doing some Mountain West stuff as well. And basically, kind of the industry type stuff, like, well, they want to go here because of this, or it makes sense A, B, or C. And we go through all that. And he also has a good podcast as well. He did with Brian Fisher, it's going for two. That's his typical podcast he does very frequently. I think it's about once a week. But they talked about this very subject we get into now in our interview. But basically, as Pepper him a ton of questions like, what about San Diego State? What's Boise State doing? What's Why is Air Force going? Why is Colorado State doing it? Is it a move to bolster their future uh, looking 10 years down the road or five years down the road, not just a here and now with the American losing all these teams? Why would you go to that conference? So we get into all that type of stuff here and there, independent type stuff, because that, that's brought up as well about who could go where if it does go I guess if, this, if these type of things go forward, it's a lot more scrambling. And out west, the Mountain West could be a very, very different league five years, ten years away. Very different. So we'll get to that, and here's our interview with Matt Brown. All right, now we have our guest to talk about a lot of great stuff here with Matt Brown. Check him out everywhere. Twitter, Matt Brown EP, ExtraPointsMB.com, um, Going for Two podcast with Brian Fisher, and also the FOIA king out there doing college football stuff. Is that correct, essentially? I haven't done myself the FOIA king because there, there's a bunch out there. <laughs> That is the way to, uh, to to find the stuff that I'm doing for sure. Heck yeah, get that directory out there. So yeah, check out all that. Get his newsletter. It's very good. All sorts of inside nerdy stuff, which is fun and exciting. Like you always say, it's not Alabama every week because that gets boring, right? Talking about how dominant they are. There's a, there's a lot of people writing about Alabama. There's not as many people writing about Ohio Valley Conference realignment. And so I figure if I'm going to charge people for a newsletter and try to make a living, I got to do the do the stuff that I can do well that nobody else is doing. And that's that's kind of the extra points ethos. That's right. You got Belmont to Missouri Valley the other day. You've been talking about stuff like that. So it's always interesting to lower level stuff. But we're talking about Mountain West stuff, which is in between kind of, you know, it's not 
the best, but it's fine. It's good enough. And so I've been around long enough when, when I was working at a radio station back when hints were BYU is going independent. And I'm like, what is going on? So this has been a decade long plus of stuff going on the Mountain West, but this past week or past month, I guess, it's been crazy. And you talked about this on your Going For Two podcast recently. So we have more reports from what you said. And like we had Matt Norlander, Brett McMurphy talking about stuff the other day as a recording here, I guess what, Monday, Tuesday this week. Colorado State and Air Force, are are they really going next week to the American Conference? Is that what your feeling is? Like it's a done deal? Um, the last, what I had been hearing even before Norlander's tweets um, yesterday was that this was about as close to a done deal as you can get without it being a capital D done deal. And while there has been some pushback within the alumni community of both Air Force and Colorado State, as of uh, Tuesday, 12, 14 p.m. God's time zone, <laughs> I haven't heard anything to make me think that, that, that this, is, this is not going to happen or, or that they have prevented this. And I would expect a formal announcement and some kind of press conference as early as next Monday or next Tuesday. That's pretty quick. So being what the American is now losing Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston, we know they have a deal in their contract. It's all about money typically, and there's other reasons too why to move. It's mostly around football, as you know. That deal can be restructured. What, what's, what is your thought? My thought of them going, here's my, I'll give you my big pitch, and you can say if I'm that's right or completely wrong. But they're going to go to kind of get out before it gets bad. Because a lot of Colorado State fans, you see on Twitter, is it's crazy, not real life, whatever. They basically hate the Mountain West. They're like, we're Big 12 bound. We're this, we're that. I'm like, no, you're not. You're not that good. <laughs> Especially freaking Steve Adazio and his dudes are being garbage and multiple players transfer this morning, leaving the program. But my thought being, they want to go just to leave, especially Colorado State, just to leave and then hoping it either the like get out before the Mountain West kind of goes away because there's a chance with, and we can talk about a second, Aztecs and Boise State kind of waiting to see if the Big 12 comes after them. Is that kind of what you see the big plan is, why they're going now? That, that is a significant reason, right? You, normally, teams leave for money. And based on what I've been told right now, there's not really reason to think that either Air Force or Colorado State are going to make a lot more money from their conference distribution or Tier 1 revenue check. Um, if you talk to Oresco, if you talk to some people close to the American Athletic offices, there's some quiet optimism that they're <laughs> going to retain most of the value of their current television deal, which pays out top level about six and a half uh, million a year. It's a little, it's it's less than that when you consider production costs, but that, that's, yeah. that's the top line. Other industry analysts that I've been speaking to, um, including some that used to work at ESPN, are much less confident and think it's going to be closer you know, more in the $4 million range, which is not that dissimilar from what the Mountain West is right now. Correct, um, yes. The, 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 the big difference is, you're right, there is a lot of belief within Mountain West athletic circles that Boise State is not long for this league. If you ask Boise State, they think we are definitely going to the Big 12. Now, whether that's an accurate belief or not, I, who knows? <laughs> but if I knew, I would, I, would, I would put it on the newsletter. But I can tell you that there is that belief is with it, within their regents and within their president's office and within the people making those decisions. I can also tell you that San Diego State believes the same thing. Um, yep. Whether towards the Big 12 or going independent or some other departure from the Mountain West, um, San Diego State's people believe that they're not going to be in this league one way or another for a, in, a, in a couple of seasons. So if you are somebody that wants 
playoff access and a 12-team expanded playoff. And you want to grab as much television revenue as you can and be in the most prestigious G5 league that you can be. There's an argument to be had that if the Mountain West loses Boise and San Diego State, it's not the Mountain West because there's nowhere, whether you go to SCS or Texas or anywhere, where you're going to get yeah. anybody close to that that quality, not just on the field, but as a, as a financial or as a brand instrument. So I can understand the argument that like going to the American, even though the geography sucks, even though we're, we're departing our longtime rivals like Wyoming and New Mexico and these other schools, this is the this is the best place for us, big picture. And I know that might seem counterintuitive to some fans, but that's really the argument here. That's what I'm thinking as well, because they go first because we already know the emails with Brian Harston last August and um, we need to get out of here, and leave the Mountain West because the American didn't want football only or. It wasn't going to work because there's no place for those sports. Like they're not going to WCC, not joined the big West to go from Boise to Honolulu when it used to be a bus league. But so that's they're waiting. But do you, let me go back to what you said about the Aztecs. Could they really be independent? Like they're not a big enough program. They don't financially viable to do that. I know they got the new stadium coming up next fall, but how would that even work? Because they're not, it's not BYU. It's not other big programs where they get, they're not, they're better than UMass and UConn and New Mexico state, but that's you know how it is to schedule an independent type of deal like what are they going to get out of it and how can they even make that work like i know they had to deal with the big west years ago basketball maybe they could do that again they'd fit right in and be number one team by far but how can they do that on a football scale well it's going to depend on a lot of factors and and i'm not necessarily saying that that's the most um likely final destination true to to be honest this is something i'm still trying to report out and still trying to dig around I know is that San Diego State thinks that they're not long for this league. Whether whether that means San Diego State thinks they're going to be in the Big 12, um, you know they can think that. That doesn't line up with what I've been hearing from the Big 12. But I mean, that's what all their that's what all their fans say. Like we're going to Big 12 or this. I'm like, yeah, I haven't heard anybody. (laughs) Official. Forget forget what the fans think for a second. Like I haven't heard anybody from that athletic department or from a vendor or from a conference that says, yeah, I think San Diego State is going to go to the Big 12. I haven't heard that from within this industry. That doesn't mean that it can't happen. I think yeah. it'll be less likely. So um, maybe maybe it's independence. Maybe it's somewhere else. The, the thing that I think people misunderstand about independence is that your financial value as a contract for your football program is also in large part dependent on the games that you control. So BYU was an attractive television partner, not just because there's a lot of LDS people throughout the country. The dirty little secret, I mean, and you know this just, just as well as I do, there's not yep. that many Mormons, you know, east of the Mississippi. It's, it's how the extent of how national a brand it is, is not, it's not as national as you think. It's, it's still pretty Western. But BYU is then is, is a big enough brand where they can secure, and with the help of ESPN, multiple Power Five home games a season. And that means whoever owns those broadcast rights now owns a P5 uh, you know, game in their inventory. And uh, buying that game with BYU, it's much cheaper to have BYU Michigan State than Michigan State versus any other like random mid-level Big Ten team. Um, so if San Diego State, despite not being anywhere nearly as popular of an entity, I- I've joked with other people in the industry. <laughs> I think San Diego State is the best football team in the country that no one's ever watched um, because so many of their games are late. So many of their major out-of-conference games are against Pac-12 teams. They haven't they been win. on on national television when people where I live are still awake. Um, they're not, they, you know, they're not, they're not BYU in that perspective, but if they signed a deal with Fox or CBS or somebody else, and were able to get two P five home games a season, 
which I think the Pac-12 would potentially be interested in doing because they, they need a scheduling partner to accommodate Notre Dame, um, you can probably make about as much as you're making for the Mountain West. It just depends on what happens with basketball. I, I do that. not believe right now that they would be able to get in the WCC as an affiliate member. No way. I know they are trying. Um, I don't believe that that's likely to happen. But, I mean, the, the, the TLDR here is, is, like, other institutions in this league have to make decisions under the belief that they can't count on San Diego State being a member in 2025. Where they actually end up right now at this moment, I don't know for certain. It's interesting. So we joke because they're always on CBS Sports Network. It's like the home Aztecs football. They get that 7 p.m. kick every week or just about. They somehow manage that 4 o'clock local time when they – well, for me, unfortunately, beat the huge, but that was a mess of a game for Utah. But they, you're right. If they can play UCLA, Oregon State, decent Pac-12 teams, they could probably schedule some old rivals. Like if they, depending on what happens to them, a Boise play them or something, or even BYU, if that could work out when they go to the Big 12, that's a decent draw, decent opponents, pretty good. But one thing that's kind of interesting to me about this whole thing, because like I said, I've been around this for a long time when Craig Thompson bumbled everything back to the day where let's bring in TCU instead of Boise State back when he probably could have had both those teams when they're like in what 04 or 5 or 06, that type of range, whenever it exactly happened right after Utah busted BCS and all that type of stuff. And TCU and Boise were getting into the Fiesta Bowl and everything. Like he could have, there's so many, who knows what it would have changed trajectory wise, but he's already bungled a million things. Like before, trying to, I know Gonzaga used him basically for leverage. But he even before the meeting with the president, well, it's not going to happen. The president's like, what the heck are you talking about? We're going to discuss these. Wichita State, oh, they don't have football. They might, uh, him and ha, they lose a really good basketball program. And then right now they have a chance, at least recently, I would say, with what you see, what the um, American lost. He didn't have to go out and add teams. He could have been out there and say, it's like, hey, here's what we have. We know we're more valuable than them losing those big time programs. We stick together. They're better than them leaving to the, through the league. I don't like his job has had to be in line for like a decade. I've kind of defended him because the mountain network was a pretty big deal. Even though it folded, it kind of sprawled big 10 network, all that type of stuff, SEC network, kind of a visionary type deal. But overall, the only good thing he's done was going to get the WAC schools like Fresno and Utah state and all those teams a couple years ago when he blew up BYU's plan to join the WAC. So why couldn't he, I know you're not speaking for him, but how can he not convey Let's stay together. We're better than what this other league would be with Air Force and CSU trying to get out of here. He seems to be not trying to keep together, but it's kind of sitting back and like, well, we'll see what happens. And because his attitude is like, I don't believe there's an exit buyout to pay if you leave the conference. He was like, well, if teams don't want to be here, they don't want to be here. It takes too much of a relaxed attitude for what his job is. Yeah, I, I actually I don't think any of that's true, to be honest. And I get this. This can be frustrating, but so many of these conversations are not ones that are happening through the press. Um, and, well, he, and, but he's actually said at one point, if they want to leave, they want to leave, referring to Boise State. So that's at least one point where if they don't want to be here, they don't want to be here. So that's well, he's mentioned it once, but I get your point. And to be fair, I, I think that's grounded in reality. So like the Mountain West True. does, <laughs> it does have an exit fee, right? Um, I don't remember. I forget. It must have changed or something recently. Yeah, yeah. The the, the office confirmed this to me. It's it's. Uh, I'll, I'll have to double check. It's it's like a year's distribution. It's not a crazy amount of money. But it's, okay. it is grounded in reality that Boise State is the biggest brand and has the most leverage in this league. That's why they, they get, get paid, paid more. Money yeah. Than everybody else, right. <laughs> exactly. So uh, what, what Thompson's done, I think, in the press over the last week has, has really hammered at home that we're dealing in reality. Right. You know, are you going to make more television money if you leave? Honestly, probably not. And if you do, it's going to be negligible and you're probably going to eat up 
uh, spend whatever whatever that increase on more charter flights, right? And and I have my argument here, and there's a bunch of stuff that he's saying behind the scenes. I I, I also think that in a lot of these conversations, the role of the conference commissioner tends to get overplayed um, because Thompson ultimately works for the university presidents, and he doesn't get a vote in league administrative matters. He can he he was the person that gets on the phone and talks to people. He provi- pro- provides advice. He is the media guy. Um, he has the haircut that people make fun of, and that's part of his job is also to kind of you know, suck hey, up those things and arrows. It, I've seen it in person. It's glorious. Yeah, no, yeah <laughs> the man's got great hair. But um, ultimately, like he's not the person that that brings somebody in um, or or votes on a TV deal. That's the president's. And there's been a lot of turnover within that group. And I can tell you that not every president within this conference is super engaged in athletics. So if, if this whole thing falls apart, he's going to get a lot of the blame. But but not all of it is. At, at the end of the day, what we've had over these past couple of years is one team is much more powerful and much more marketable and much more famous than everybody else. And that's not sustainable. We saw that with the Big 12. We yeah. uh, have, have seen this with plenty of other leagues throughout history. And if San Jose State and New Mexico and Wyoming and Utah State and these other schools are not able to, you know, do this, you know, structurally do what Boise and San Diego State are trying to do, um, it's not gonna. That's it's, there's there's not a whole lot you can do. No, you're right. There's not like there's the reason they get more money. And if they left the league, let's say just Boise left and stays as is, they'd probably still be under four million dollars. It'd be what some belt or whatever they're getting. Because even though Boise gets what just over a million more per school or something like that, five point two or something, five point three, it would drop overall. But I get your point. It Thompson's out there; he kind of takes the brunt of it. But it also, I just think his attitude, at certain points, like, yeah, well, we'll see. But just because what he said publicly and stuff like that in the past, but couldn't they? Like, how is this realistic? I'm just shooting for the moon for what people tell me. Just kind of, hey, let's try for this, try for that. And I don't have as much insight as you do to talk to certain people as you've been, as you always do, and do a great job at. American loses all these teams. We know they're going to get less money because money's a big deal. Why could it, like I tossed out there like an SMU or Memphis or something, like what was stopping the Mountain West? Like, hey, let's be aggressive here. They lost teams. Let's get a couple teams. We've been in the central time zone before. Maybe there's no interest in joining the conference, but if you get a couple of those schools that are fairly strong, especially Memphis and what they've been going basketball and football the past couple of years, I don't see why they're not being aggressive to, okay, we're going to lose teams. Why not? Couldn't they have gone out and Maybe it's behind the scenes, like try hard to get those to make your league better because it already is better than American with those three teams gone. If everything stays as is, why not try to get just a couple more and just bolster yourself to be not closer to the Big 12, you know, take a step down, but better than everything else? So that there's an easy answer to this. They did. <laughs> okay, and they said no. <laughs> yeah, they, they said no, and, there, and there's no reason for it. If you're Memphis, if you stay in the American Athletic, even though it's a messed up American Athletic right now, Houston yeah. just went to the Final Four. Um, and you know that you're going to be uh, one of the most influential, prominent schools in that league. And also Memphis thinks they're joining the Big 12 in three years as well. And you don't want to have to pay multiple sets of exit fees. And if, if you're Tulsa uh, or if you're SMU, you realize, listen, if, if I stay in this league right now, I'm guaranteed games against uh, schools that, that, that perform, have performed much better in men's college basketball than the Mountain West. And I know I have a long-term secure broadcasting arrangement with ESPN. And even if that means a lot of my games are going to be behind a paywall, um, yeah. every, 
everybody has ES, almost everyone has ESPN plus already. And if I go to the Mountain West, one, I don't know what the Mountain West is going to look like in two or three years. Um, yeah. There's nobody who's anywhere close to pure for me basketball wise. I'm probably taking a little bit less money. And even if I'm not, I'm going to be on a, a, a broadcast network that is not as available in my home market. All for the privilege of playing road games <laughs> at San Diego, at San Jose State. Like no, no one's going to do that. Um, I just throw it out there. I'm just thinking of ideas yeah, what they I can mean, do. Like, they, they, they've made they've made the phone calls. Everyone's talking. If, if there's a school that you're thinking of, hey, should should you know should, should they have attempted this? Yes. Most of the okay. time, it just doesn't go out in the press. They just don't have leverage. And I mean, like I, I think this the league is going to expand. Um, and there's a good chance it's going to expand into Texas. It's just not going to be the schools that people really want. So you think the Mountain West, with they lose, say they lose, like what's the future of them in like five years? Let's say what I don't why realignment could change in five seconds because the Pac-16 was basically done. So let's just say it's CSU Air Force basically done deal. Boise, San Diego State, regardless where they end up are gone, that leaves them with eight teams. What was it what UTSA, North Texas, those type of teams you're looking at? Maybe even UTEP somehow. Um, yeah. So there's basically <laughs> there's three different ways the Mountain West expansion can go, and. I say this because right now I don't believe there's a consensus about which strategy you employ and whether you or whether you employ a combination thereof, right? So one strategy, and this is something the Mountain West has actually talked about for five or six years. Go with Texas. Go with grab UTEP. Um, North Tech North Texas is the one that I'm told it would be most attractive. Uh, potentially grab Rice. Jeez, oh, some, 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 <laughs> yeah, some combination of these, and you do this. Not because you think these teams are good at sports. Yeah, By and large, they're not. But no, I've the, been up around Rice. They've been awful forever. Yes, yeah, yeah, same. The reason that you do it is because you want your sports teams to be able to have more exposure, visibility, and play more games in the state of Texas, mm-hmm. where you hope that you can recruit more athletes and more students, um, particularly within the, 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 the Metroplex which is a, a huge, a very fast-growing part of the country and a, a place where a lot of people are moving to that aren't from Texas, which means that when they go to college, they aren't necessarily uh, leaning towards going to a Texas institution. And the hope is, listen, if we do this and we get 10 kids a year to pay out-of-state tuition to go to one of our other public schools to go to Wyoming or something, mm-hmm. that's that is that's six figures in, in new revenue for our institution. That's worth it. Plus, there's more good football and basketball players there. That's one yeah option and i think by and large those schools in conference usa and texas would be receptive to that the other option number two is let's go to the fcs level and let's promote programs that already have clearly defined passionate fan bases and the thinking here is you're going to bring in some schools that you know that will be able to compete relatively quickly and have audiences that would be attractive for a streaming television contract if you are somebody who is a big fan of Montana or Montana State or North Dakota State, um, chances are you're already paying to stream some of your games each season. Um, and that is attractive for a Paramount Plus uh, or for another uh, broadcast partner that may appear after this current deal is done. The disadvantage there is there's not very many of those schools in this footprint. There's basically just three. It's the Montanas yeah. and North Dakota State. But don't the Montanas I'm- don't want to do that? I've heard they're like they're fine. Like they don't have any interest in moving up. The, you know, they didn't in the past, and they okay. may not now, but the, 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 everything is changing so much, and the big sky yeah. is in a weird place, and realignment's in this weird place. They will, you, you can get them to take your meeting. So that is, is, option, is option two. 
Option three is revisiting what Thompson's master plan was a few years ago and just go all in on basketball and call up Gonzaga, call up St. Mary's, call up Grand Canyon, call up New Mexico State and try to build a multi-bid mid-major West Coast uh, league. Um, and and there, there's some urgency to do that because I've, I've, other people in the industry believe that in five years, that, that may be what the whack ends up being. Now, yeah, there, mm-hmm. yeah there's risk in that too. There's a, I, I would be, there's a, you know, Gonzaga may very well say no. In fact, I think they probably would say no. Um, that gives you some tension with some of your football schools. I don't know exactly which door they end up taking. My guess is the combination of, of options one and two, but there are proponents for all three of those ideas. I could see basketball too, because when Wichita, like we mentioned Wichita State years ago, they tried to get it, but I've even advocated Bree and Grade Canyon, just they like what they did when Nate Marley was there and everything. They're a rising team, huge student body out there in Phoenix. It's uh, it's out there. That'd be an option too. There's a handful of teams like the Aggies, Mexico State are pretty good at basketball with, uh, man, it's, it's a tough spot. Do you, because it seems like they're falling the way like of the old whack. Like, is the Mountain West going to be around in like a decade? Is it going to be a conference? Because you need, Basically, another FBS conference out west besides the Pac-12. We know the WAC is trying to by what 2030 to make that big jump. But like, is this league even going to be a football thing in 10 years? I would be shocked if more than one of the current Mountain West schools decides not to play Division One fo- play FBS football anymore. And yeah, that's an incentive a, yeah. for most of them to be together as, as much as possible. It's just going to look really different. Um, but we've we've had a, a mid-major Western league for as long as we've had anything close to resembling modern college football. Yeah, will Tom West Wack stuff, yeah. Yeah. Will the headquarters be where uh, be where <laughs> right now? Like prob- no. probably not. There's there's gonna be some big changes, but like it's not like Wyoming is gonna disappear tomorrow. I get it. I just thinking like because it's a lot of change. It's just like it's gonna be could be an 18 team for a while like get who you can because there hat like literally there has to be with the teams that are left. And just the geography of what's out there. It's just a, I just going back to CSU Air Force wrap up here, it just seems they're just trying to get a bump ahead of the curve to go. And hopefully, I know, I think the Rams plan is go to the American and hope they can go to the Big 12 or be better than San Diego State, which they're not, at least on the football field. There's other factors, but it's just wild to think that the conference commissioner or whoever's in charge, 80s, can't say, get together and say, here's why it's better to stay. But I get there's so much uncertainty and like within what 2025, a couple of years, the Big 12 adding all these teams, the whatever, if they want to expand over beyond that, which I guess they want to go to, because what are they going to be at with BYU and everybody else? Which back to what 12 teams? Is that where they're going to be? Uh, we'll be at 10 once Texas 10. and Oklahoma leave. But yeah. there, there is, uh, are a lot of folks in this industry that believe that once the Texas and Oklahoma have negotiated when they're going to actually leave. Um, that they're going to add two more teams. Yeah. Now, the the general consensus right now is that those two teams would be Memphis and Boise State. Um, Memphis, not not San Diego State. Okay. Not San not San Diego State. Mm. And I I have in talking with the kinds of people that schools hire to help them with these decisions, and with people on the broadcast side and people on the AD side. I have literally never heard anybody talk about San Diego State. It's either it's been Boise or Memphis, and occasionally somebody will talk about USF. Um, so, but that San Diego State knows something I don't. Chicago, I, uh, there's like I'm yeah. talking to, to 400 schools here and trying to, to build, build build something together. So I I don't know exactly what what they're going to do. This league will still be here. It's not going to be as. Uh, um, 
financially wealthy or perhaps as powerful as it used to be. Um, but that's that's college athletics. Science, you know, schools, uh, their investments grow, not just on the field, but 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 other funding comes in. Maybe other opportunities will be available for them. Let me ask you one last thing before we go here. It's I college will playoff, whatever. It's I don't want that to be the whole conversation throughout the season. Even though we see week one, CBS Sports Network game, let's talk about the Alabama, whatever, because it's a blowout when San Jose State's played instead of the Utah. If the playoff would, because we know the 12 team things aren't the nice because of all this expansion type stuff. Do you think had the plan they suggested was a top six conference champs and at largest, which would have given basically a Mountain Western American team or coastal to get in there, Sunbelt top team to make the field? Would that have changed any of this with more better access and a lot more money moving toward a bigger playoff? Would that have, do you think that would have changed anybody's thought, like specifically like Air Force, CIC, we're going to stay here, or Boise not deciding to go, or would that have made any dent of them saying, well, we'll stay because we have a better chance here? No, it is. This, this is exactly the reason why they're leaving. Because the, so the, the, the kind of consensus right now is that we are, we are more likely than not moving towards a 12 team model. Um, if not 12, maybe eight, but probably 12. It's Better probably 12. going to be a, so yeah, it's probably going to be a model that does not specifically give an automatic bid to multiple G5 leagues, whether it is a, an earmarked G5 bid or if it is a bid to the champions of the top six conferences. Which is but, one of them, yeah. Right, or, or some variation thereof. The, the bet that these schools are thinking here is we if there's only going to be one of these bids available. Two, best case scenario. It's not enough to just kick everyone's ass in a crappy league. You need to be in the best league um, because yeah. if, if you go to, if you go undefeated in Conference USA, there's a chance if your league is garbage, the Conference Champion of the American might get that bid. And so that that is the exact thought process happening here with Colorado State, thinking, listen, we just paid for an enormously expensive stadium, basically mm-hmm. on a credit card. We <laughs> <I know. laughs> tripled our athletic department spending over the last decade. We need to increase revenue. And the best way for us to do that is to hopefully play our way into a playoff. And they think that in a 12-team model, it's you're going to have a better, better access in the American. And if, if the model is mm. giving it to the best league, I think that's honestly hard to argue against. The bottom well, of the Mountain West is really bad. It's worse well, than the bottom of the American. Yeah, it is. But my, I don't know. It's just it's hard to – if you're a, like a Rams person, like, hey, that's our chance. Dude, they are they were terrible last year. Steve Daggio is a piss-poor coach. They're not that guy's transfer all this morning. I don't see – maybe they'll get there and get better, but you're you're still, I think – I get your point. Like, if conference is better, if you can get pull yourself up and be a good team like they were under Sonny Lubick, yeah, you have a chance. But they're, they go to the American, they're going to be what they are right now. And the money overall, like per-year revenue distribution, it could be in five years if all those things come to true. Boise and Aztecs leaving – I, I think you're right. They're getting ahead of the curve, but it's like you got to still got to be good at football at some point. If you want, if you if that's your argument you're making, we're good at this league, a better playoff opportunity, more money down the road, maybe more TV money after things shake out. But again, you still have to be good to actually achieve that extra revenue you're hunting for. Unquestionably, and the big question I would be asking if I was a Colorado State fan, that we can kind of wrap up on this is: Yes, moving to the American will give you on paper more access. Will it make it harder for you to build a compelling team? And, and the, the big reason for that is historically, it's a little bit less so with this current roster, but I think historically, Colorado State has recruited California pretty heavily. There's a yeah. lot of Colorado kids on this roster. There's some from the East Coast. There's some from Texas. But historically, a lot of the kids come from west of Fort Collins. 
then you are now going to be shifting to a league where you're not going to play any more games um, other than, um, yeah, you're not going to play anybody else other than Air Force in your time zone. Yeah. And maybe Wyoming, if they keep that up, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe you – you. I think it will be important, and honestly, it's, I think it's going to be important for BYU too to yeah. continue to play out-of-conference games in this part of the country to maintain that visibility and, and those relationships. If Colorado State moves this league and now thinks now we have to do is we have to replace all of our California recruits with Texas recruits and you know augment them with some Florida recruits, I think that's going to be a struggle. Uh, that's something that, that schools – with a few exceptions, have not been able to do very easily. So, so that, you know, that's that, that's a good question, right? I I don't have a super strong opinion about what I would do either way. I understand why Colorado State and Air Force are doing what they're doing, but yeah, they got to be good. If they're not good, it's all moot. Yeah, so like Air Force is pretty. So, like, do you think Air Force's reasoning is the same? They get to be in the same conference as Navy, which is a pretty big draw to play them more often. I, I guess a little bit more often, basketball twice instead of once. Like, is there the same reasoning that they need money or want money or just like Air Force seems? I don't know. People say Air Force makes more sense. Let's end on that real quick. Why is Air, is Air Force have the same motivation as CSU to move? Well, is that kind? Of, they're different because they're academy. Where does Air Force recruit? Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. So if you're gonna recruit Does it matter? Then you want to play everywhere. <laughs> like, there you go. Easy answer. It, it, it was part of the reason why this was attractive for Navy too, even though it's made their their playing on the field much harder, and particularly because Navy, a lot of Navy, you know, athletes come from Texas and come from Tennessee and and, and come from the, the mid south. Air Force recruits nationally, and they're thinking, yeah, listen, we, we're going to get another out of conference game because now Air Navy is going to be a, a league game. Yeah. And you get to play all over the country. And uh, is that going to be harder for them on the field? Yeah, a little bit. But I, un- I understand that thought process. Like, is Air Force ever going to make the playoff? No. Is Air Force going – is this, are they going to be in a world of hurt for college basketball? Always. Yeah. It's going to be very <laughs> difficult for them to compete. But they have other things to consider here besides just how good they are at sports. Yeah. No, I get it. That's what I thought, too. So, all right, Matt. Thanks a ton for hopping on. You have great insight and everything in – Shoot down some of my questions. That's fine too. It's all good. We know how it is. So check him out at Twitter, Matt Brown EP, or go to extrapointsmb.com. And him and Brian Fisher do a good job on going for two podcasts. So check all that as well. And uh, thanks a ton, Matt. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. All right. Once again, thank you to Matt Brown for joining us. Check him out on Twitter at uh, Matt Brown EP for all of his uh, news about everything college football and just industry type stuff. Very unique, fun stuff. He had some labor stuff going on today with that being a thing about how, hey, maybe college athletes are employees of the university. So there's a couple of things on that he's looking at about unionizing, those type of things. But the one, one most interesting thing I took about that whole interview was like how San Diego State is behind Memphis and possibly going to the Big 12 in a couple of years. But the, there's that, but also independent San Diego State. That's very interesting to hear, partly because Aztec fans are like, well, we got the Big 12, we're that good. They have been good, not denying. Like they did a stretch of winning, I think, what, 32 games and double-digit seasons, well, three years in a row. They've had good players get drafted in the NFL, Richard Penny, uh, guys like that. Um, Donald Pumphrey won a conference player of the year awards. But he makes a good point where it's not BYU, but they're also not uh, – and not Notre Dame, but they're also not New Mexico, New Mexico State or UMass or UConn, where if they get a couple home games, which they can get typically every now and then, like they've beaten – UCLA, if they get a couple of Pac-12 teams at their place, even if it's a two-for-one, and they could schedule West Coast teams like Arizona to come to town, Arizona State, Pac-12 teams, maybe even Big 12, like play BYU. They're a f- former rivals. People still don't like them. If they're a Big 12 team and BYU is a big brand, 
that might be way if they get a couple of those a year and whatever media rights they get at home could, like you said, maybe could equal what they get in the Mountain West or be very close to it if they don't get to the Big 12, which is uh, all in all, the Mountain West looks kind of doomed a little bit here and there as in its current form. And I like the point we talked about the playoff access. Like if it's if you're in a crappy conference, you do well, it doesn't matter. But I think it all comes back to being good at football. Like the Rams have not been very good for a while. Air Force, usually upper half, pretty good, but not technically competing. I think they went to one Mountain West Championship game when they played San Diego State a while back. But overall stuff is not it's not gonna change. There's or it's gonna change, but it's a lot a million things could happen. Like maybe they become a great basketball league somehow and go after the teams he mentioned, Grand Canyon, New Mexico State. Um, Gonzaga probably not gonna happen. St. Mary's teams like that, maybe that's their focus. But I think the main point is like they got to focus to get who they're gonna get and what they're gonna do. Because if they go down to eight teams losing Boise State, San Diego State, CSU, Air Force, the league clearly money's not gonna be there. So you got to be creative. What do they do? He mentioned Texas, like North Texas is a decent option because I've been to Dallas a handful of times this past summer and. The people are moving there and all that type of stuff, like we mentioned. You got SMU there, UNT, TCU's kind of nearby, Baylor's a little bit farther away, but that area could be UTSA or Rice or something, getting the two big cities out there. And it is a money type thing where if you can get those out of state tuition, that's a pretty big deal for the overall athletic fund. Or like get in FCS school. So I think once the league knows a where they want to go, it'll kind of stabilize. It just will be quite different. And we'll see it happens because. It'll be very interesting what, what comes out of this, whether they drop to the level like Sunbelt or CUSA kind of there because losing Boise, those four teams, like losing Colorado State in the moment now, whatever. They haven't been very good since like, well, Mike Bobo was fine, but they haven't been really good. Air Force, that's a pretty big loss. Boise State, clearly the brand name and how good they are over since they joined the league, very difficult. And San Diego State, once they've been getting, finally figured things out with Brady Hook the first time, like the past decade, they've really upped what they used to be under guys like Chuck Long and just being terrible teams outside of Marshall Falk a couple years when he was there. So it's going to be, it's just going to be a weird league. It's going to be a lot of stuff. We're going to be doing more on the site because that's kind of been slacking a little bit here and there about what's going on. So we'll keep our posted there on Twitter as well, MWC Wire. But hope everyone appreciated the interview with Matt Brown taking a couple minutes or a good half hour to discuss all this stuff. But it's going to be a wild ride for the next probably couple of years because for like to backtrack really quick before I really finish your Boise and San Diego State options, like if them leaving, because right now the Big 12, who knows when Texas, Oklahoma are going to leave. They're not staying through 25. Clearly they're not or whatever then the 24 season whatever the media rights still is. We know BYU is going in 23. You're going to have UCF. The other teams are joined probably in 24, which means like the current Mountain West, depend, depending when Air Force, CSU leave, but Boise, San Diego State could be in the league until 25 unless they decide to pull the court and go independent somehow. But you got to find those other teams, which is difficult for more difficult for Boise than San Diego State, in my opinion, because I think the Big West would take them in for hoops and soccer and baseball and all that type of stuff. But it's going to be a years-long thing, but announcements are going to be coming sooner than later because you got the year plus, year plus to leave and stuff like that. So keep it tuned here. Download our podcast. Check out our website, mwr.com, and also Twitter, MWCR, where we maybe tweet a bit more than we write about the stuff, but we're going to be getting on the website to discuss everything. So, again, check us out, mwr.com, and hit that subscribe button and say, hey, I like what we're doing here. Keep it going. We'll be around. All right, everyone. Have a good week, and we'll be back next time.